Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show in which we discuss movies, games, TV shows, in addition to kind of whatever. Today, we are going to take a look at Transformers, Rise of the Beast, non-spoiler, spoiler reviews. I am Jimmy. This is Ladiesman217. Yeah, that's me. Yep. <laughs> A.K.A. Holden Sutter. Before we dive into Transformers, we got trailers for Expend Four Bowls, which Holden and I are just... Not excited for it at all, so don't worry about that. <laughs> but we have Sympathy for the Devil, a new Nick Cage movie. Yes, he is full-blown Nick Cage in this Once one. Once again. Hidden yes. Strike. What is this movie? You, you probably haven't heard of it. Poor Things. What's that all about? But then also, we got some Zack Snyder coming out with a new movie. Is it Star yes. Wars? Is it more than just a Star Wars movie? It's Star Wars. Some Captain America stuff. Some stuff from Togba is returning with IGN Summer Games Fest. Of mm. course, you can use the time codes in the description to jump to whatever you want to listen to and yes. skip all the stuff you don't. For your convenience. Yeah, it's very nice. Unfortunately, you cannot skip the whole podcast. Not, that's what I do is I just skip to the end. <laughs> all right, Holden, let's dive right in. That one Podcast. Tomp. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. First, we've got to do some toms. Oh boy, let's do the toms. The toms. The toms. The toms. The toms. Tom's is the rapid fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three fa- mildly famous Tom's. Yeah, I threw that in there. <laughs> All right. Three <laughs> mildly famous. Uh, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw's the highest, Bombadil's the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. Yeah, hold on. I started taking cold showers yeah. because uh, I don't know. I just hate myself for some reason, but it gives me some energy. The, the benefits, man, it's, I don't know if it's placebo, but I'm just pumped with energy today. Oh, see, that's the, that's the thing is like right before this, I took a nice warm shower. So I'm feeling nice and relaxed. Jimmy. Yeah. So there's a nice dichotomy <laughs> between us. Yes. Expend four bowls. Hold an expendables four <laughs> yes. is a movie that is coming out sometime. It's another expendables movie with even fewer of the actors mm-hmm. you would want to see. You would just yeah. <laughs> Jason Statham. That's the main takeaway I got. With his Jaguar. Yeah, I uh I saw the poster for this before I saw the trailer for it. Because first time I saw the trailer is when we were watching the movie yep. uh in theaters. Not uh, the movie, but Transformers. Yeah, Transformers. Um but yeah, I saw the poster and I saw like the names. I was like, this, who cares about these people? Like, th- like I think like third build is like 50 cent. Like, <laughs> okay, who cares? I saw like the, and it was all like last names, which I think is actually how they do it in all the, all, all the Expendables posters. But it said Fox. I was like, oh, Jamie Fox. Okay, that makes sense. And that's Megan Fox. I'm like, who cares? Megan the, Fox. Famous action star. Is, is she the one at the beginning of the trailer? I think so. I did not even recognize her. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. it's perfect for Transformers Week, though, that Megan Fox comes up because, boy, I have not heard her name in a long time. Yeah. And really, like, the only people in this that you'd care about, I guess, are Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham. I mean, some of the other ones were also in previous ones, I think, uh, like Dolph Lundgren was, but none of them are, like, movie sellers. I don't know. Who cares? Why are you I- always trying to get me in your car? <laughs> It's because I drive a Jaguar. 
<laughs> is, it, is it Sylvester Stallone? Is it Vin Diesel? Is it Mike, Mike Aaron? They, uh, they all sound <laughs> vaguely the same. Um, yeah, I've never seen any of the other Expendables movies. They've all been mildly interesting to me because of the people in them. But this one doesn't even have that. So, so no, I wouldn't be. I would be way more apt to visit an old one than to just see yeah. this one. It also seems redundant the, that we have this and Fast and the Furious going on at the same time. I, I feel like these are yeah. not probably as good, but I'm sure there are people who are there who love them. Maybe some, one day we can gain an appreciation for them. That they'll get in the seats when they see Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, I think the third one has... Does the third one have Harrison Ford in it? I have no idea. I, think I don't does. know anything I think about Ford's in the third movies. one. <laughs> I, I forget they exist all the time. When was the when was Expendables three? Been I made? had to have been like ten years ago, right? Three. I want to say I was in high school. Oh, really? Twenty fourteen. So almost yep. ten years ago, <laughs> I was in high school. Um, and they were already all really old back then. So yeah, Harrison Ford is Max Drummer, my so favorite character. But yeah, go. see, like that one, you got also like Mel Gibson, Wesley Snipes, like Harrison Ford. Antonio Banderas. Yeah, you got a lot of people. I'm pretty sure Arnold Schwarzenegger is also in that one. Maybe like a minor role. But yeah, a lot of people that you might want to go see. 83% of people liked this movie. Oh, there you go. On Google. So there you go. Don't look at the Rotten Tomatoes score (laughs) or IMDb. (laughs) So interesting. I'm going to give it a a Bergeron because I just I don't care because I haven't seen any of them. Maybe Mm -hmm. they are good. Biggest Bergeron I have ever given. (laughs) Wow. Wow. A Sylvester Stallone-sized Bergeron. Yes. Holden, do you have any sympathy for the devil, which is our next trailer? Uh, not really. Seems like kind of a bad dude. Yeah, anti-devil here. <laughs> devil, <laughs> Thomas, two thumbs down, Bombadil for yeah. me. Um, what was the Tom that we were going to replace? Tom, Tom Wamsgans oh, yeah. is going to be and our new... Uh, Tom Wamsgans here. <laughs> is he, well, no, he's. I thought he was the good one. Oh, I that's true. Was, we, that's, we decided we're replacing... We need- uh, Thomas Two Thumbs Up Brokaw with Tom Wobbsgans. We, we need a bad succession. Tom. We yeah. have a bad Tom. I don't know. We'll think of one later. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Tom Brady. <laughs> um, but this one, Nick Cage, he kidnaps a guy whose his wife is mm-hmm. is giving birth. Yes. Why does he kidnap him? We're not sure. It sounds like he thinks he's somebody who maybe he isn't. They uh, he basically holds him hostage and makes him drive somewhere it's, we don't know where. It's the guy who plays Rick Flag in the Suicide Squad. Oh, I did not realize that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but uh, this my takeaways from the trailer is Nick Cage is going full blown Nick Cage in this. Yeah, uh, for better or worse. Uh, he I love it when he says he's like this is a family emergency. I'm your family emergency yeah, now. <laughs> very silly. All of his lines in this and like, there's his like freak out at the diner. He's like sit down or whatever. However <laughs> yeah. he says it, it's so funny. I don't know. I feel like it might be a little too much for me. So I'm actually gonna go Bergeron here. I I almost like the the idea that it's a more understated thriller and the fact that it is so over the top. I. I don't know if this is going to strike the right balance for me just from the trailer. Yeah. But it is a wait and see. I I had the same kind of reservations about the unbearable weight of massive talent. Mm -hmm. And that turned out to be great. Yeah. I'll I'll be interested. I mean, um, I mean, big Nick Cage movies that have worked recently. I mean, obviously Renfield, but like probably one of the more notable ones is like Mandy. Where that movie, I feel like, is just carried by a, like probably the most over the top Nick Cage performance I've ever seen. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm mildly interested at least. I don't know if this is getting a theatrical release or what, but I don't know. I'm we'll not see. sure. But Holden, speaking of movies that, wow, what is this? Wait, Sympathy for the Devil gives the Bergeron for me. Yeah, I don't think I, I said I, that. I, did I say Bergeron? I thought I, I said Bergeron. Bergeron. I thought it. Yeah. And you're just supposed to read my mind. All right, there we go. Audience. <laughs> I mean, we, we're over 200 episodes in. We know each other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have that intimate <laughs> we, relationship. I understood that he wanted a version. I have on. an intimate relationship with the viewers, <laughs> <laughs> or the listeners, or viewers on YouTube now. All right, yes. Hidden Strike. What the heck is this movie? Uh, it has John Cena. It has Jackie Chan. Two, Looks bad. Two amazing actors yes. in their own rights. And this movie looks terrible mm-hmm. like, what the heck is this movie uh i i wrote down the note here it's like it looks like it's like a 20 million dollar budget movie but 19 million dollars went to paying mm-hmm. the two actors uh yeah the guy who plays Euron Greyjoys in it <laughs> i don't know how to pronounce his name it's a bunch of like <laughs> letters that are not in the english alphabet so i'm like i i don't know how to say scandinavian yeah very scandinavian but you're the you're on great joy guy he's also in it as the the antagonist but the rest of the movie just looks like garbage <laughs> from a visual standpoint i got a kick out of it because it said from the director of expendables 4 yeah it was need for speed and expendables 4 i'm like wow a movie that has not even come out yet <laughs> um can't wait but at the end of this trailer if you it you do not need to have any intentions of seeing this, but if you, and you don't even need to watch the rest of the trailer, but please find the trailer for, again, it's called Hidden Strike, and go to like the last second, 10 seconds, because there is an incredible <laughs> tanker <laughs> truck, flip. truck flip that just is, it makes everything in Fast and the Furious look realistic. Yeah. I mean, it is incredible if you thought the truck flip in f9 was like ridiculous this is this is a step further and just making no sense like <laughs> there's just absolutely no way you can justify this in your head i mean there's it like 200 feet of, <laughs> of like air in between this tanker truck and the ground well, by the like, time it's like just launched it's like it, it, the way it looked from what i remember it it was just like the driver got like shot or something like the cabin got <laughs> shot and then it flips backwards like tw- yeah as you said like 200 feet in the air incredible just ridiculous incredible imagine if that's what's happening in, in the dark night He's like, hurt me, hurt me, or whatever. And it's just, no, no, no. He's, yeah, no. He, he, Joker's driving, sorry. And he wants to crash and then it launches. Yeah, that'd just be great. <laughs> the Joker just, <laughs> just like goes away, like a wide shot of Gotham City and the truck is just flying. Oh, just, that would make that truck flip even better. All right. <laughs> I'm going to give this a Bombadil. I think this looks terrible, unfortunately, because I do like John Cena and I like Jackie Chan and mm. I do want them to pair up in a fun action comedy. Yeah, it's it's very much. I don't know. It, it looks straight to VOD. It looks like I don't know if you've seen any clips from those like really bad like recent Steven Seagal movies or like even I guess like the Bruce Willis v, like straight to VOD stuff. Like it it looks so bad. I don't know. Looks on that quality, but yeah, that truck flip is at least worth. How did they get so many (laughs) prominent actors to be in this movie? I think it's just like I mean, if it's anything like those movies, it's probably just like a very easy job for them for like a you know few million dollars. That's my guess. I wish we had some easy jobs for a few million dollars, Holden. Yeah, that'd be great. Instead, we have to work really hard on this podcast for a few million dollars. Yeah, that's (laughs) we 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 toil away at this. Yes, Uh, the poor the poor things trade. Holden, Poor Things. What poor you want to explain uh, this movie a little bit? Yeah, so Poor Things. It's the new movie from Yorgos Lanthimos, uh, who is probably most well known for directing The Lobster and The Favorite, uh, recently Oscar nominated a few years ago. 
Um, but it's he's well known for just making very weird movies. All of his movies are bizarre. He also made like The Killing of the Sacred Deer and and bunch of other stuff. I enjoy all of his movies. I think I've seen all of them. They're all so weird. I didn't like they're like impossible to describe. If you describe it, it just sounds like the most bizarre movie you've ever seen. And oftentimes they are. But the tone in them is always so unique and fun. And it's it, it has a good sense of comedy usually. Um, and likewise, this movie is has a very weird tone in the trailer. Yeah, I mean, very, very interesting. Do you do you have a favorite Yorgos Lanthimos movie? Because I, I have not seen any of them. Okay, probably I'd say The Lobster. I've only seen all of them once, but from what I remember, I think I enjoyed The Lobster the most. Okay. I did like The Favorite a lot. The Favorite is probably his most normal movie. It's still very bizarre, but I think it's mostly set within like the confines of our reality. It doesn't go too like sci-fi or was emma stone in the favorite yes okay yeah Yeah, she's in this too but uh, i've heard really good things about the favorite it was nominated for best picture right i think so yeah i don't know if the lobster was i don't think so um but i haven't seen any of them i i've heard good things about them ironically the favorite is your second favorite huh yeah um (laughs) but like you said the thing that stands out the most here is just the the visual aesthetic that's Mm -hmm. going on it's you want to describe it yeah, it's I I described it in my notes here. It's like retro futuristic and we don't get very many shots of like the outdoor world, but it, it kind I described it as like a world's fair or like early 20th century look of the future. It almost reminded me of like old like the old like trip to the moon kind of like yeah. silent film look at the future kind of trip to the moon is right is the famous one where the moon has the thing like hit it yeah. in the face and it's like bleh, and it's like black and white yeah just kind of the you've way seen, that you've seen it yeah you, iconic you, image yeah. um but yeah just kind of that like look at the future um once again i mean we don't get much but and then there's like a lot of hybrid animals and stuff like like a weird duck like dog thing or whatever so- is Willem Dafoe like a Dr. Frankenstein-esque character? Almost like yeah. I love how his face is like <laughs> just put together and it's just crazy. Um, and then Emma Stone is like his Frankenstein's monster, I guess, the creation. Yeah, that's um, what it seems to be. And her kind of like machine learning yeah. <laughs> AI figuring this stuff out, but in a very retro futuristic mm-hmm. <laughs> aesthetic which is just kind of this weird combination almost has a little wes anderson quality to yeah, it yeah yeah not as not not as muted or like uh what would you say um symmetrical symmetrical yeah muted color palette that sort of thing yeah yeah um but and then you know, there's uh Pastel is the word. Yeah, I feel pastel. like uh, Wes Anderson's a little bit more pastel. This is, and it also seems to be split between black and white and color. I don't know. I, I it's not like uh, Oppenheimer where I can kind of guess as to when that split is. But there's also uh, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is in it. Yes, as yeah. well. I don't know. I think it looks really interesting. I'm excited. It's going to be v- really weird. I'm sure this is going to be much more closer to the Lobster than the Favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, I am interested as well. I'll give it a Broca, even though I'm yeah. not sure I'll like it or even see it. So yeah, I'm going to give it a Broca. It's well. on the radar now. Yes. On the radar. <laughs> Enough trailers, Holden. Zack Snyder, he sat down with Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. And he, yes. they, they took pictures and they said, hey, look, this is your new movie, Zack Snyder, that you're making for Netflix. It's actually going to be two movies. Because Can you imagine this, Holden? Zack Snyder made a freaking long movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's just going <laughs> to split it up. <laughs> um, so they're going to split it into two parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
originally, if you didn't know, this was pitched as a Star Wars movie to Disney yep. when they were developing the sequel trilogy. So this would have been well, like it was 10 like before years. Yeah, yeah, it was like 2013, I think it, I think 2012. I saw it was before Disney even acquired it. Like he pitched it to Lucasfilm yeah. directly or something. Kath- yeah, Kathleen Kennedy. He had talked yeah. to her. So this would have been probably 2011, 2012-ish because yeah, like I think that. the deal was done in 2012. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it just ended up not working out. He ended up doing all the, the DC movies and that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently this is like an idea he's had since he was in film school. Uh, and the idea is, or like the premise of the movie is essentially there's this oppressive government, kind of like the evil empire in Star Wars, that comes to this rebel moon. This the moon, rebel moon. The rebel moon. <laughs> the moon called Velt. And it's this little farming village. And they're basically like, hey, we need all your food to like, feed our troops or something mm-hmm. when's your harvest and they're like oh nine weeks and then essentially in the next nine weeks uh, i think uh what's her name the the lady who plays the the actress who plays the mummy in the tom cruise sophia mummy butella sophia butella yeah she is kind of like riling up this ensemble in this village to kind of put together a resistance against this uh, mother world oppressive government so that's kind of the story there's a lot of fun characters in it uh, Jima, Jaiman Hanzu, oh, yeah, is, Hanzu yeah. is going to be a space gladiator, which I think is awesome. great because he played a, a regular gladiator <laughs> in <laughs> Gladiator. Um, but yeah, uh, the, both the Dario Naharis actors from oh, Game yeah, of Thrones are that. in it. Um, the 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 one that's more in the series, the newer one, is going to play like the main guy named Gunner, um, who's just a farmer, and then the other one's actually going to be the villain, whose name is Admiral Noble. Okay. One of the interesting parts of the the movie is like there's this religious sect called the scribes that basically they write down information and they use scribes do yes (laughs) write down information but instead of using like paper they use human dna to do it so they put you into a stasis and then write it into your dna and i actually did a little fun bit with that in my in my youtube video i made about this whole thing so if you want to find out more about rebel moon check out the youtube video i did for it because i had some fun with that um so, yeah, I, I think there's actually a lot of cool elements to this. I like the idea that it's an ensemble movie. It's it's Zack Snyder. It's gonna, I think it's going to be entertaining, to say the least. Is it going to have the yeah. angsty dialogue? Is it going to be just very on the nose? with going to play hallelujah in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see. But it's going to be two parts. The first part's coming out December 22nd. I would... Th- we'd, we don't know when the second part's coming out. Zack Snyder doesn't know. I would guess somewhere between one to three months. Yeah, there was, I, I wrote down here that he said that it won't be too long after the first part comes out, which mm-hmm. is kind of surprising. I mean, I guess if he's filming them back to back, it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, he just says that's because Netflix is, is different than normal studios. So. Yeah. Ray Fisher is going to be in it. He was cyborg. Mm. So I think it's just cool that he's getting more yeah. opportunities. But yeah, no, I think I think there's a lot of cool stuff for it. If you want to hear more, go check out my YouTube video that I did about that. So I'm going to give it actually a, a Broca because, yeah. you know, I don't know. I think it. I think it's a it's a cool time to have original sci-fi movies because you have this coming out. Yeah. You have the creator, creator coming out, which yeah. are high budget mm-hmm. non IP movies. Yeah. So, you know. I think it's cool. Yeah, I think what's what's holding it back for me is just that it is Zack Snyder. I mean, I not that I really hate any of his movies I've seen, but they're all just whatever to me. Like <laughs> Army of the Dead was kind of fun to watch, but every time I think about it, I I just kind of groan. <laughs> like I just never want to go back to that movie. Uh, we'll see. So I'll probably give it a Bergeron. 
I yeah, I actually kind of enjoy his movies. I I definitely don't hate his DC movies as much as other people do. I I find his them Justice pretty entertaining. League cut is is fun. Um, I've never been able to sit through Man of Steel though. Yeah, I try. I can't, so I can't. I, 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 I don't like that or Batman v Superman really. I personally. didn't mind Batman v Superman because I had zero expectations for it. I love Three Hundred. Incredible movie. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't seen it. <laughs> that was probably my favorite Zack Snyder movie. But um. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Holden, what's our Perfect. next topic here? Um, yeah, so next up, um, the Captain America new movie has been renamed from New World Order to Brave New World. Uh, so they to just a changed whole new world, a whole and new they're going to sing. Oh, that'd be great. It is Disney crossover. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, yeah, uh, so there wasn't really like an explanation given for it. A lot of people are wondering if just like New World Order has some negative connotations with like conspiracy theories and you know past events and whatnot who knows it makes um, me think it, it sounds like someone is taking over the world yeah to me so i that's honestly what i thought it was like someone's trying to take over the world and not like oh we're we're doing this for a, a positive change yeah <laughs> we, we don't really know i guess what the premise is so we'll, i'll wait to see which title is more suiting i think the title new world order sounds cooler than brave new world i don't know that one sounds a bit more generic to me even though like i said one word difference but um yeah i don't know that's what do you have any other thoughts? I do not have any thoughts on this. It is, <laughs> I am not any more excited for this movie than I was before, which I was not very excited based on whatever that show was Captain America and the Falcon, Falcon and, the and the Winter Soldier. Although at the end, they said Captain America and the Winter Soldier. You remember that? Like they did the title change after the credits they or did? whatever. Yeah. She was. <laughs> it's really cheesy. <laughs> I, that show was just the most mediocre thing for me when I watched that week to week. It probably is the worst Marvel show so far. But, um, my opinion, I, I don't, I was just nothing. It yeah. just did not move me <laughs> in any way. Um, so uh, Bergeron for me, Bergeron for me as well. Uh, Jimmy, believe it or not, because of the, uh, success of the Mario movie just past frozen 1.3 billion dollars. Yeah, so Got to beat frozen Two. What's please. frozen two at? Do you know? I don't know. Too much money. Frozen God, yeah, too, too much, much money. Frozen too much money. Frozen. Not very, should have been frozen to not good. Uh, but believe it or not, universal is closing a deal for illumination to make a legend of Zelda movie. Who would have guessed? Um, it's being described as the next big Illumination movie franchise alongside Mario. I'm more, for me, I have probably more of a stronger feeling about Zelda. I, I like some of the Zelda games I've played are among my favorite games ever. And I just am not sure I want to see an Illumination Zelda movie. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure I'm into that idea. Isn't Zelda more serious? Than yeah, it is. Mario. I, I almost wrote down in my notes here. I'm like, if they play I Need a Hero during the climax of this movie, I am going to lose my mind. Oh, my <laughs> in gosh. In a bad way. I uh, I just can't imagine, like, pop music drops in this mo- in a Zelda movie. I have decided that I never want to hear I, I Need a Hero in a song ever again. In a movie, you mean? In a, in a movie, yes. In, in a, a song. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's just plagiarism. The song. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. It has been put into movies to death because Emily and I just watched the Tetris movie. Exactly. And yeah. it's in that movie too. And I'm like, this needs to end. Yeah. This ends tonight. It literally came out. It was in like three movies within a month this year. Because I, yeah, I watched the Tetris movie when it first came out. And then it was in Shazam and the Mario movie. Like, my God. All right, Shrek 2 did it the best. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be better than Shrek 2. Nope. Okay, Frozen 1.453 billion. So oh it's got God. a ways to go. 
Frozen 2. I can hope. God, I hate that movie. <laughs> Can't believe. Listen to our Frozen Two review. We don't. That's probably think it's one of my good. favorite reviews we've done, just because we both hate it, and no one <laughs> and else, no and one, everyone else likes it. Yeah, that and Free Guy. Yeah, is the biggest like disconnect between us and them. Sorry if you like Free Guy. I just don't understand. I just don't. I I don't. I just I have no respect it. for you. Just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I have I have respect for you, but just very little. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we we're probably the ones out of touch there. But uh, yeah, I look. I I played um, what is it? O- Ocarina of Time. No, oh, no, yeah. no. Majora's Mask is the one I would play through, but I never beat it or anything because oh, okay. I was little. It's like six years old. That's my favorite one. Um, Majora's Mask. It was fun. I liked putting on the masks and becoming different people. Yeah, that was really cool. But I really don't know anything about Zelda. I really do need to get a Switch at some point and play. Play those, those, those two 10 out of 10 games. Yeah, or the two that are like considered the best of all time. Meanwhile, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Origins <laughs> over here. Um, uh, yeah, I've, I'm at a bird run. I think they definitely need to take a more mature tone with this. If they yeah. don't, if they just turn it into, oh, it's a me, a Mario, good time. That'd be weird if they turned it into that. If, if Chris, <laughs> Chris Pratt's just Mario. Oh, my. oh I'm a Link. <laughs> Zelda, I will save you. <laughs> if that's if that's what's going on here, um, that's abominable. So, tented Bergeron conditional. Uh, if there's a if it's not a serious tone, then I'm gonna change that to a bombadil retroactively. Yeah, I think I'm okay with it being animated, like as opposed to live action. I mean, obviously, this is a if they wanted to make Zelda live action, it would lend better than Mario. But I mean, with animation, you can do so many fun things, and there's a lot of you know creatures in Zelda that will work better with that. But yeah, I'm. I'm probably. I, I think I'll go Bergeron leaning Bombadil for this. I'm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they they made an okay Mario movie. So, and I initially when they announced that, I was groaning. But yeah, I think just. I don't know. We'll see. So the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence in an interview for her upcoming movie No Hard Feelings said she'd be. 100% down to come back as Katniss Everdeen if they found a way to make it work. Yeah, I made note of this in here. I thought it was weird because, I mean, cool that she wants to come back, but I also, like, I remember she, like, didn't like doing it towards the end or something. Yeah. She was not into it anymore. So I suppose, like, franchise fatigue, yeah. doing four of them. Now there's been a little bit of time, space. So coming back would be, be okay. maybe nice to have a little of that. Ka-ching, yeah, ka-ching, that too. You know, <laughs> some of that money. Franchise money. Yeah. Um, she already slept, walked her way through X-Men, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be kind of fun. I don't know what the role would be. I'm sure there's plenty of room for corruption within a, a new world order, you if know you what? will. The way, that, the way that Mockingjay ends is so dumb that they should That's just true. they should end it differently. I remember like, <laughs> hey, this movie's actually not that bad. And then the last 10 minutes happened. I'm like, oof, they, maybe yeah. they should have just ended that. Yeah, because it. I mean, I little feel like, house on the prairie. <laughs> yeah, the movie. The movie. I think overall is probably better than the book, but it ends very similarly to the book, and the book ends very poorly as well. So yeah. they're just like having their nice little. Oh, I'm with Peta, and we have kids, and then boom, 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 kids dead. <laughs> Peta dead. Or his head the explodes in back. front of her. Just. Oh my gosh! Oh, President Snow, Zombie Donald Sutherland's like. <laughs> well, Donald Sutherland's still alive, but Snow is not. So he comes back from the grave, and he's like, "Time for the quarter quell." But we just had one. Too bad. We this we is changed quarter the quell ca- two. Quarter quell four, actually. Oh yeah. 
Um, they well, you know, it's the seventy sixth one or whatever. I don't know. What whatever one they like it would be the seventy sixth, right? Because they didn't they didn't have another one. I Maybe I don't remember. Anyway, they the seventy sixth quill. <laughs> skirmish the 76 skirmish and then there we go yeah i don't know I, you know what would be cool so they have a trailer for this new hunger games movie new cast and everything and at the end it turns out katniss is the new president why is she president why is she doing this isn't the new one in the past well i no, i'm talking about like a, a future hunger games movie not this new one this new one obviously she's not are you saying in the trailer for it the new one she's the president yeah trailer for like a, a, a theoretical new hunger games movie yeah She's the president. Yeah, that's oh. and then we're like, why is she president? Why is she doing this? Why is she reinstating the Hunger Games? And there's yeah. a whole mystery. What's going on? Yeah, the people want to bring back the Hunger Games. Yeah, what is this? Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go <laughs> Bergeron. Yeah, I'll go Bergeron on this too. Holden Togb is back. Our famous yes. segment. That one gaming podcast. Put on your gaming podcast at all right it's on there secured yes. <laughs> your apple vision pro headset there you go oh god i'm broke <laughs> <laughs> uh some news from summer games Fest. they had that spider-man 2 little clip yeah it wasn't much of much new footage or anything no. which makes sense because they just had that you know state of play or whatever last week um but we did get a release date october 20th october 20th which is just in time for my birthday that's <laughs> nice that's nice of them I think the first one came out in September, I want to say. Yeah. I uh, think that was that was what people were guessing, but October 20th, cool. Got some time to catch up on my other games to play first. Yeah. And then they uh they also released a little image of Venom fighting Miles and Peter and they also Ryan Intahar, the the director revealed that uh, Venom is not Eddie Brock. Yeah, I saw that. Cuz he's so Harry, he's Harry, Harry Osborne. Osborne. <laughs> Harry Osborne. All but confirmed. I think pretty i'm like 80 percent sure it's harry osborne yeah there is uh, they they weren't mentioning it that i was i saw this tweet that like <laughs> was talking about how they weren't um you know met, uh, saying yes or no to harry osborne and they're like this is the uh the uh jason todd arkham knight situation yeah okay. <laughs> yeah is is the arkham knight jason todd the arkham knight is a brand new character we developed <laughs> with with dc comics like two sure. minutes into the game. This is clearly it's Jason, Todd. Jason Todd. Sorry um, if you haven't played Arkham Knight. Well, <laughs> it's not spoiling much if you know anything about anything in the comics. <laughs> um, but uh, the other thing they, they did say, which I think is worth noting, is that uh, they said uh, Gwen Stacy is not dead in their universe. So they okay. tweeted that. So we'll we be getting Spider-Gwen maybe? Maybe. That's the third game. Then we'll have three playable characters. Yeah, honestly. That would be pretty cool. Be greater together again. Be greater together with a woman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, Brokaw. I'm excited. Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I'll give it a Brokaw as well. I saw also, I didn't write down Alan Wake here, but Alan Wake 2 comes out like three days before Spider-Man 2. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Poor, uh, poor remedy. Yeah, <laughs> do you think they'll delay it then or something? I feel like they'd have to. I feel like it's it's just going to be bad for their sales. And they're yeah. also I I don't Horizons coming out. Yeah, <laughs> Horizons coming out same day as Spider Man surprise release. Yeah. Um, other things from Summer Games Fest, I just wrote down quick. There's a new Prince of Persia game and new Sonic game, which both to me look pretty good. Um, 
I don't know much about Prince of Persia or anything, but I don't know. It was like this 2D kind of side-scroller combat game. looked fun. New Sonic game had a cool art style. Um, But then the big thing at the end of the uh, Summer Games Fest was they showed more of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, uh, which is the part two for the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, Just showed a lot of, you know, footage and gameplay. It looked very similar to the previous one, um, which already looked like a great game, just looks visually polished and more for PS5. Um, Will this be on PS5 and PS4? I think just PS5. Okay, interesting. Um, So I don't know. I don't know if they're improving too much about the game. I mean, on the PS5 version of the last game ran at 60. So like if they if they just keep it similar and they make it run at 60, but make it this huge game, I'm okay with that. It already looked great. So um, it's releasing on two discs, which I did not confirm or not, but I think is a first for PS5, which is crazy because those are ultra HD discs and everything. So they already hold a lot of data. But that's cool. Hopefully you won't have to download too much of that, like a big day one patch or anything with those discs. Uh, but it's being released early 2024. Um, so it's going to be my number one anticipated game for next year. Spoiler for my list next year. <laughs> nice. It was my number one for this year, unless uh, unless Half-Life 3 is announced for next year. Remember but, you said you were going to pre-order Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think this one will turn out better. Than I, that, yeah, I'm sure. I'm uh, I'm not confident that one will make my top ten for next year. I guess we'll see what all comes out. But <laughs> that one might be kicked off. I will give this an honorary broke off for you. Oh, thank woman. you. As someone who's only played the demo of Final Fantasy VII, it was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. It's I one of my favorite games of recent memory. So broke off from me. No Tom Pies this week, Holden, because we no. did not go to Popeyes. <laughs> so Tom Pies is is sad. We've only we've done it once, and ever since we started, now we have had a couple weeks off. So Popeyes, yeah. we're coming back again. We'll be if, back. If you want to sponsor us, we'd be more than happy to just <laughs> eat your chicken. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's dive into our non-spoiler in-depth review of Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. All right, uh, non-spoilers for Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Use the time code to skip ahead. If I know. you don't, if you don't want to hear yeah, any non if you don't want to hear anything about this, I guess. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, hold an Optimus Prime and the Autobots take on their biggest challenge yet. When a new threat capable of destroying the entire planet emerges, they must team up yes. with a powerful faction of Transformers known as the Maximals to save Earth. Yeah. Hold on. That's accurate. This is kind of a reboot prequel. Yeah, I don't movie. I so I think it's in continuity with the other movies, but I'm confused. Um and I I can probably just talk about it here um since it's it was in marketing and stuff. The the thing that makes me most confused about its continuity with the other movies uh is Unicron in the 5th movie is just Earth. Earth is just Unicron. So I don't understand that because Unicron is the the big threat in this movie. And it's this big planet devouring transformer thing. Um, But it's not Earth. So I don't know. I don't understand how that works. That's that's my big thing that doesn't make sense. It is. It is definitely a sequel to Bumblebee because they like kind of mention the events of Bumblebee in this movie. You don't really need to see Bumblebee or anything. I haven't seen Bumblebee. 
Yeah, but in comparison, like in relation to the Michael Bay movies, it's just I don't I don't quite understand. But I'm it not, does take place in 1994. Yes, so. it, it does in in Brooklyn. Um, yeah, this movie was one that I'm I was not eagerly looking forward to. I, I for some reason I have seen all of the Transformers. I've movies. seen all but the fifth one, the last night. Okay. Um, I saw that one. I saw that one at the premiere just because I think I was with my friends and we had nothing going on. We're like, uh-huh. I want to go to Transformers. Uh-huh, sure. All right. I'm sure. Hold on. <laughs> you are dragging them there. No, I haven't really been excited said, for a Transformers said, movie since the third one. I don't think. I think all the other ones I've just gone to like out of obligation. Third one's underrated. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I I stand by that. I've only seen it the one time. I think I've only seen all but one and two like i've seen one and two more than once but the other stuff only seen once yeah i think so um anyway this movie uh is fine it's fine it's 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 perfectly serviceable if you are excited about this movie i think you're gonna like this movie if you don't care about this movie you'll leave the movie going it's fine i described it to jimmy as probably like the most mid movie i've ever seen i don't really have like strong feelings either way i have good things to say i have bad things to say but it is just a very down the middle thing of like this movie. I don't think there's anything like offensive about it. No. Like I wasn't like, it most, was not a bad time. It was entertaining like story or whatever, but yeah, it's, it's a very fine. much MacGuffin driven story. They're like, Oh, we yeah. need this MacGuffin and we got to go to this place. Mm-hmm. There's some character motivations that just don't seem to really make, make a ton of sense mm-hmm. uh, yeah. concerning the MacGuffin and, whether or not they should actually go and get this thing and mm-hmm. kind of the stakes involved with that. I'm like, yeah, are we thinking clearly about this? But are the human characters I thought were actually okay and, and, and decently yeah. likable. Uh, the main guy who's played by Anthony Ramos, who's the guy in, in the Heights, yep. he's uh, Hamilton's son in the musical. Um, he, I thought he was very likable and he did yeah. the best with the material that he had. He's got this like a little brother character. I think their relationship's kind of cute. If, even if it's a very generic, like yeah, there's Hallmark not, relationship. There's not really too much to them. It's, I, it's praising them. I think is like praise. I'm like praising them compared to the rest of the Transformers movies. Cause like, this is the first time where the human characters aren't like annoying. <laughs> yeah. Really? I guess Bumblebee is fine, but like there it's very serviceable human characters with some, you know, fun performances and whatnot. But yeah. And they also not they don't don't take up too much of the movie. Like I feel like it's probably the best transformer to human balance out of any of these movies. Do you think they need humans in these movies? No, I don't think so. I, I think feel you like could just make these basically animated movies. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I, I don't think we, I like the more I'm watching this and I know like there's this huge thing about Optimus prime, like learning to trust the humans and humans are an asset. And that's like, I'm like, do you really need that? Is that <laughs> part of like the cartoon at all? Or is this just a thing that's been a thing since the Michael Bay movie from, was it 2007? Yeah. Well, I know like some of the cartoons that have come out since then involve humans, but I think for all, most of it, like a lot of the Transformers cartoons are just the Transformers. Because I feel like there's already, you could already just do the Transformers and, yeah. and that would be enough. And, and like I said, I think the humans in this are, are, are perfectly likable enough mm-hmm. Uh, Dominique Fishback, uh, she's from Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. I thought she was good with what she had. She's kind of the oh. other main character in this, her and Anthony Ramos. And uh, Elena, I think is her name. I think they sure, were. I think so. I think they were, they were good. And mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, so I, I didn't, like, when they were on screen, I didn't want to rip my hair out. Like, no. it's not like the Godzilla movies or King Kong or whatever, and you're like, I do not care. And Get the, to the good stuff. This Let's is, go. This is also the first one, including the first one, including Bumblebee, that doesn't have, like, a military subplot. Oh, yeah. All these, all these Transformers movies always have a military subplot that no one cares about, and that's just not here, which, no. thank goodness. That's always There's the really not the, a military stuff at all. No. Let's count the end. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I will. Okay, I'm going to say non-spoilers. I'm not going to say what happens. The ending is one of the funniest endings <laughs> to like any movie I have ever seen. I'm like, most of this movie, I'm like stone-faced. The jokes are like just whatever, not making me laugh. I lost my mind at that ending. It's so good. It's not supposed to be funny. No. Holden <laughs> um, thought it was funny. I thought it was amusing. <laughs> um, other voices in this, uh, obviously, Peter Cullen returns as Optimus Prime. He's mm-hmm. 81 years old, so... We'll see how long he continues to be Optimus Prime. Hopefully, a good they, voice. He does a really good job with I, it. I I've seen now, and I I was no I was for a while it wasn't happening in this movie, but there's this whole thing where people talk about how Optimus Prime in these Transformers movies is just so violent for like no reason, and I think I think maybe it's like in comparison to the cartoons, he's not as like ruthless or whatever. But there's so many lines in these movies where he's just like, I'm going to rip your head off or something like that. It's, I'm going to kill you. Like, it's just like you, you always think of him as this like stoic leader and he's just like losing his. He does it in this movie, too. He wasn't doing it for like most of it. But then at the end, he's like, I'm going to rip your head off, Scourge, or something like that. It's literally a line like that. I'm like, it's so funny. Um, Michelle Yeoh is another voice that you may recognize. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, from uh, everything everywhere all at once, where she just and won a lot her of Oscar other things and a lot of other things. Um, <laughs> she plays this this maximal called Air Razor, um, one of the main ones there. Pete Davidson, I gotta have Pete Davidson. He's Mirage. I actually didn't notice it was Pete Davidson. So yeah, his character his character's in it, but not too much. Where it's yeah, super I thought annoying. it worked. I thought, I thought it was fine. He kind of, I mean, Bumblebee is in this movie, but he's essentially like the Bumblebee character for for our human here, and he's yeah, he's he's good, he's fine, he's just a a chill transformer essentially. Yeah. I thought it was like nice that. that they changed it up from Bumblebee. Yeah, um, Ron Perlman as Optimus Primal, who's the main Maximal. That was the other funny part when they first said his name, Optimus. I'm like, oh my, his name Optimus. is Optimus Primal. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did say he's named after Optimus Prime, and then mm-hmm. I did not realize Peter Dinklage was Scourge. Mm-hmm. I, but isn't his voice pretty heavily edited? So I, I can't, I, I can't even like think of what his voice sounds like. But. I can't either. I mean, I thought he, it was, I thought Scourge was actually a pretty good villain. Not gonna mm-hmm. lie, like I, you know, Megatron's obviously great, but um. MB, what are they call them? MB one or something in the first one. Oh yeah. I forget. I, I need remember. to rewatch that 2007 <laughs> movie. That is a like pivotal part of my childhood. I remember really liking it. I haven't watched it in years though. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if it holds up. Um, there are some things that if you were a fan of those original movies, there's a little couple little bones they throw out there for mm. you. Little member berries, nostalgia, bait pieces but uh i thought peter dinklage as scourge was good i thought he was a pretty fun evil villain to have yeah uh random little i liked his little gun hand thing yeah it's pretty cool looking (laughs) uh random little notes uh cristo fernandez who plays donnie rojas in ted lasso pretty iconic character he voices a random side uh transformer he voice does he voice like the bus one yeah the one then they go to peru okay 
and he's like, "Oh, do you know Spanish or whatever?" Okay. Um, but yeah, so they, there's they they go to a couple places here. They go Peru. Where else do they go on this? That's like the main place they go yeah, to. Actually. Honestly, like I think well, they, it's like Peru, Cusco, the city, and then like the jungle. Yeah, it's just like the surrounding area, so, which is kind of nice. I mean, these movies always jump around all the, everywhere, and it's mostly just I don't know. Is that New York? I don't know what city. New York are. City. Like it's New York City, and then, um, and then yeah. Peru at the end or in the second half. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it um, with this MacGuffin thing and this whole storyline. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, again, I thought it was fine. I, I thought the action was fine. I didn't like nothing really stood out to me. I thought the VFX were decent enough that it wasn't distracting. It wasn't like, wow, these visual effects are amazing. Like they, like I thought when I first saw the yeah. original one, I'm sure it looks better than the original one. Well, yeah. But like in comparison to what it was, the original one was just mind blowing in 2007, how good it looked compared to everything else. And this is, is not really, it doesn't really feel like it's pushing the bar forward. If anything, no. it's a little behind the effects of other things. I think it looks honestly pretty good. Just in, I mean, as you said, it's not distracting otherwise. Um, but it, I, all I could think of like towards the end of this movie is this is a daytime action set piece that looks pretty decent and we're getting the flash next week. And it's, I'm sure is going to look worse in those daytime yeah. scenes. Like, yeah. We'll see what it looks like in the context yeah, of the movie, obviously. But, um, I, I don't know the Transformers movies. That's never really been an issue. Like it, it's always looked pretty good. I don't know if that's just because the designs of the Transformers are, you know, fit so well in the universe or whatever, but yeah, visually it's always at least blended in quite well. The music, I didn't really notice it all that much. Mm-mm. It's pretty generic for the most part. The only part I noticed it is when they use some of the music from older things. Yeah. So the, the original movies like theme. Yeah. Which, which is, is good. That was just like, and Optimus Prime is given like a monologue. I'm like, heck yeah, let's go. <laughs> People of earth. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if he does. I, he did like the music for, I think all of the Michael Bay ones, Steve, Steve Jablonski. I don't yeah. know if he's done like Bumblebee in this one though, but well, let's see. Hold let's on. I have, we have, we, we have, have technology. Um, Transformers Rise of the Beast. The composer, composer. is not, not listed, listed on the Google thing. Great. So now I have to do composer. Type. Composer is it's not him. John Nick Bon Bontemps. I'm sorry, we are butchering your name. Butchering your name. But um, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't notice it good or bad so that that can be a good thing that I didn't notice it yeah, because it means like it wasn't bad thing it was fine um so overall I honestly thinks I I, I honestly me thinks uh that this is again who's this for if you like Transformers I you I think you will enjoy this movie like I think it is certainly serviceable enough to you for you to get entertainment out of it mm-hmm. um if you see the trailer and you don't really care, <laughs> I don't think this is going to push the needle for you. No. So I would just say save your money and, and go see something else. There's going to be a billion movies worth seeing this summer over this, I think. So yeah. that's where I'm at here. I'm probably rating it like a, like a five and a half out of 10, just very middle of the road. I don't really have strong feelings either way, but yeah, I mean, if you, like Jimmy said, if you like transformers, if you thought the trailer looked fun, go see it. Which are our people were like, oh, the trailer, I want to see it. Like, yeah. I had like kids. 
I think, you know, kids would probably like this movie. Yeah. yeah so, because I know kids who are excited for the trailer. So, if you have 10 year old boys, I think that's the, the demographic that that's going to hit this. The I mean, best. if you have any interest, it's probably the, the time to see it is in theaters. It's, I don't feel like this is a movie that just doesn't quite hit the same at home. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just a very big movie. Yeah. All right, Holden, with that being said, let's dive into our spoiler discussion. Of course, again, use the time codes in the description if you want to miss out on spoilers and skip to our other segments. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, that's your last chance. Spoilers is starting right after this. All right, spoilers for Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Um, the trans warp key. What is trans- it? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the trans warp key. key. Okay. <laughs> why did the Maximals not just destroy that thing? That is what I'm wondering. <laughs> like, guess. first off, why didn't they destroy it? And then why did they help? Okay. When they went to, mm-hmm. they went to Peru to go protect it. Yes. But the, did I miss something? How did the other guys the not the decept the terracons or whatever yeah, they terracons i think how did they know to go to peru um well they got the first half of the they key. got the first half right because so the only reason they got the first half was she accidentally activated it and it shot a huge beacon that only transformers can see into I, the sky i'm honestly not sure they had a reason because i think like they were going to peru and then they were just like oh the terracons might already be there but i don't think i don't think they had like, like a they reason why the terracons <laughs> had no idea that this stuff was around until this huge beacon came into the skies so they don't if it's just oh it's only the one half somewhere else on this planet but they have no way of finding it mm-hmm. that like, I guess they just followed them there. I'm like, why are you going to look for the thing yeah. that can end the world? But like, I, it, it wasn't made clear they were, like, tracking, like, the Autobots or anything either. So, I don't know. I don't know how they knew they went there, <laughs> why they went there. Um, but, yeah, they should have destroyed the thing is what I kept thinking. And and, uh, and Anthony Ramos's character is like, let's destroy it. I'm like, thank you. Well, and Great it, idea. That, and Bring it to Mount Doom. Throw that sucker into the lava. It's hard for me to like empathize too hard with the auto. I like I I get in the movie the Autobots don't want to destroy it because they want a way to get home. But I also know they don't go home. So like I'm just thinking the whole time like this is stupid. Just destroy the key. <laughs> we want to go home, so we're willing to risk the fate of every single world in the universe. Yeah, which that's for also, our selfish yeah, desire. Logic is pretty. Meanwhile, dumb. the Maximals are like, well. Guess we just have to subjugate ourselves to living here forever for the be- this the betterment of the entire universe. I'm team maximal Which, here. Well, yeah, and like, and that's the thing. Like, they're the Optimus Prime is a dick. <laughs> they, they, they've grown. I'm gonna rip your head off. <laughs> exactly. It is. I feel like you could find a compilation of just Optimus Prime saying that stuff throughout these movies. It's very funny, um, but. No, I, like the Maximals, they're fine with living on Earth and everything. They they even say they're like, oh, this has been a, f- a fine sanctuary for us. But they just they don't destroy it. Like I don't understand why they didn't destroy it when they first landed on Earth thousands of years ago or whatever. It just doesn't make sense. And then this none of this would be an issue. The Autobots wouldn't even like know it was here or whatever, and they wouldn't care. Every time they said Unicron, I was thinking Omnicron. Oh no, Omnicron's <laughs> here. Unicron, the Unicron variant. Oh my god. Um, that'd be funny. 
<laughs> um, that's the one we really need to watch out for. Sounds like based on what happens in this movie, uh, Unicron was really, big, really big. It reminded me of the what is the Celestials or whatever in oh, in, in the Eternals. Eternals. Yeah, kind of reminded me of that with the the thing coming out of the earth. Actually, I I thought people don't like. Eternals. I thought the idea in Eternals was pretty interesting. Of mm-hmm. like the the feel. Th- there's a lot of overlap between the the celestial thing and Unicron. There really <laughs> is, and I think the way they do it in Eternals is way more interesting than they do it here. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I actually think that the final stuff that happens in Eternals is more interesting than the stuff that happens here as well. I get people have problems with that movie. It's not a perfect movie, but I do think it has some really interesting ideas mm-hmm. in it that people seem to just kind of overlook from, you know, it's kind of like a last Jedi situation where there's a yeah. lot of problems with it, but there's also some really good ideas and themes in there that some people just overlook because of I the c- plot holes and whatnot. I could see Eternals in like 10 years being looked upon more favorably than it yeah. is now. Yeah. Well, maybe we should just make a video essay about it or something, yeah. but then I'd have to rewatch yeah, it ahead of the time, ahead of the times. Hold on. We already did a podcast where we talked about that. We mm. liked it decently, but, um, Yeah. Um, I do want to say that I thought that, okay, I did fall asleep a little bit during the climax <laughs> of this movie, which, uh, is, it's what it is, what it is. But I thought that the, the action was, it was all right. Like, again, it wasn't was nothing to write home about, but it wasn't bad. I, I thought the lava looked terrible. Like I when guess she's, I didn't even really when notice. You didn't? I thought it was so bad looking. That was the one visual thing that really stood out to me. But again, I thought it was fun I, enough. I thought the little like wrist gun thing was kind of hokey. Yeah, it was kind of hokey. I, I didn't mind the wrist gun thing like on its own. But when it turned into an Iron Man suit, I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> well, yeah, he like gave him his body or whatever. Yeah, it just shrunk down into a suit, I guess. And then he like hung it up like he's going to use it later. Uh, it was it was bizarre. I don't know. Iron Man suit thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I should have mentioned this in non-spoilers, but one of my bigger gripes with the movie is I was kind of... I did get kind of bored. Just like I knew... I just kind of like guessed what was going to happen. It was like, okay, here's a fight scene. Oh, they're going to this place. So it was, it was just like by the numbers for the most part. And so there, it wasn't like... It wasn't like I it felt long or anything, but I was just like, oh, I don't really. I don't care think you happening. needed the whole air razor getting like corrupted. And turned. Yeah, I don't think that really didn't add much. Didn't add any. Like she could have died in the final thing in mm-hmm. like in a sacrificial way, and you would have just saved like ten minutes of the movie, five to ten minutes. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. That was weird. Oh, that's the other thing. There's there's like two fake out deaths in this movie, and it's just lame i don't know it's just well and then bumblebee died i'm like he's not dead he's not dead so <laughs> especially if it, especially back. if it's in the michael bay continuity yeah it's like well he's just not gonna be dead so and like i i think i'm more upset that like mirage didn't stay dead which if they want to make sequels to this i get why he's still alive at the end of the movie but like i don't know it like he's not in the Michael Bay movies, so he could have died. And then it was like, okay, so one of them actually died. Whatever he says at the end, he's like, Mirage, turn on. It's just like nothing, just dead. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. Good post or whatever. Mirage. <laughs> huh? What would you say? It goes just like Pete the Davidson. screen goes black because he's like screaming, like crying. Is it Mirage? 
to a really oh, sad ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, let's talk about that. All right, so the ending to this movie. Um, yeah, so they. I didn't know. say I went to Peru. Yeah, classic, <laughs> it, it classic that, interrogation. I didn't. It was an I never said thing. That. Yeah, he. So he he goes in for. Do an you interview. like that cliche where it's like the? No, I never mentioned anything about this. I. I I think it can be done all right. Like if it's subtle, like I think there's, there's certain things where like, I'm trying to think of a good example. I feel like there's one I watched recently, but I feel like there's occasionally like, uh, Oh, like maybe if a villain is like trying to trick the main character and then they're like, I never mentioned anything. I feel like it's better if it's like a visual cue. Yeah. Like they see something that they recognize and then that is like, and then the audience understands in the moment that, one of the two characters in that interaction yeah. knows something. I'm trying to think of an example. It, that's uh, yeah. I'm, I feel like I'll come up with one as soon as this podcast is over. But um, yeah, it was just it was so dumb here. But yeah, his one of his main conflicts at this movie obviously is him trying to find a job or whatever, and he's not having any luck. But then he gets an interview at the end, and he's like, and he goes in, and the guy's like, "We've been watching you. We know a lot about you." And then hands it opens up a secret facility. And initially I'm like, oh, okay, it's just like the weird government thing from the other movies, whatever. Okay. But then he hands him a business card and on the business card. It says, it's just the GI Joe logo. And Channing Tatum's <laughs> like there. He's just there, but Which he's playing I, his guy from free guy. <laughs> yeah. It's just the Channing Tatum cameo. Um, I, yeah, that was so funny. Just, it was so unexpected. I, cannot say that I, I, you, I, I should have mentioned it in like non-spoilers, but there's, there's no way to guess the end of this movie. I don't feel like anyone in a million years would guess. Oh, there's a GI Joe. Thing. I thought there were rumors of this happening. Really? That they Hasbro wanted to combine transformers and GI Joe. Now that you I, mentioned I, I it, feel like we I might've talked about that. <laughs> I feel like I heard that at some point, but it could have been two franchises. I don't particularly have a ton of interest in. Yeah, and it, it both seem to be just giving diminishing returns. I don't. I mean, I don't feel like putting them together is really going to bolster a, a Hasbro cinematic universe. Well, here's the problem much. with it: is those movies came out ten years ago, mm-hmm. so like kids don't know those movies, do they? Mm-hmm. I like I, kids aren't going back and watching those. They're watching. No. You know, they'll go back and watch, watch Pixar, or, Pixar, and you know. Disney illumination kids movies like that, but they're not going back and watching those live action things. I feel like it because I feel well, yeah. like if they were going to watch one of those movies, they'd be just watching one of the MCU movies at this mm-hmm. point. And I feel like they're not probably parents probably are not like, Hey son, here's GI Joe. Maybe here's maybe a little Rise bit of Cobra. <laughs> Maybe Transformers the first one, but I, st- even I like then, tra- I feel like Transformers is more likely because it's stuck around more. Like it, it's but GI it, Joe is no. nobody's watching that. We got that Snake Eyes movie. Remember that? <laughs> Forgot, Forgot about right. Snake that was Eyes like two years ago or whatever. <laughs> Flopped. <laughs> Snake Eyes. I totally forgot that was a movie. Um, yeah, but yeah, it it is what it is. They can try. This is this very much feels like a, it's set, trying to set up something. I feel like they're better off just leaving this as Transformers than trying to combine it with GI Joe. Well, and I feel like it's it also. I mean, you could make the argument with this at the MCU, but at least with that, it's like it's comic books and they do this all the time. But like, if you combine Transformers and GI Joe, like any GI Joe movie you make, it's like, well, why don't you just get a big robot to come help you out? Yeah. <laughs> like, they clean this out, lickety split. Like, it's so I don't know, very weird to combine them. I don't know. 
Um, yeah, very interesting. Will a movie ever get made? We'll find out. I think this movie it is number one at the box office. I believe. I believe it. It's doing a little better than I was expecting. I, honestly, I heard nothing about this movie prior to it coming. I'm out. I'm telling you, ten like, year old boys. I think are, right, are still are into Transformers them to this. Yeah. Okay. The GI right. Joe. I'm not sure if that's a good idea. Yeah. Bombadil. Who's buying GI Joes anymore? Um, yeah, I'll give a. um other things to talk about with this movie uh one thing i wanted to mention is you have uh dominique fishback's character her boss is just the most incompetent person to ever be like the director of a museum of all time (laughs) i'm like there's no way this lady got this job (laughs) because she is a nincompoop to use the technical term she has no idea what she's doing about anything yeah which is hilarious i mean yeah she's and then dominique fishback is just this like intern level but she knows everything she's everything. she's so good (laughs) she they so that like falcon i got pulled out i was like is that the maltese falcon (laughs) <laughs> the Maltese Falcon. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's Horus, Nubian, 5th fifth, fifth century BCE. I'm like, that is not Horus, the <laughs> Egyptian god that looks like a falcon that's not raw. <laughs> um, but yeah, I whatever. That was kind of, I mean, it's it's supposed to be air razor. It's cool. Ancient things. Again, uh, why, why did they not just destroy it? Yeah. Why didn't they break it into five parts? Yeah. Why is it just two? I don't know. I feel, yeah, you should have horcruxed it. <laughs> you pieces. really want it. <laughs> that would have made like the, maybe the, that would also made the show, the movie a little bit more interesting too. If they each have like a piece and, you, you know, have it's to like go after Thanos it, yeah. is going like after the infinity stones, a little mm-hmm. bit like that. This one, it's just like you said, the, I feel like the middle just kind of when they're going to find it. Yeah. I mean, it's cool to see the the culture of Peru and all that. I thought that was cool to see the city of Cusco, but I mean, it's literally like two minutes and then they're in a cave. Yeah. And they're like, there's nothing here. And then they have those really incompetent little robots that for some reason can't catch up to them and you kill know, them. Spider guys. Yeah. It reminds me of the little guy from the first one. Oh, yeah. I, I honestly looked a lot like it. Mm-hmm. So. But just like bigger yeah. and less effective, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's very frail. And robots. that little guy kind of reminds me of the little guy that Jabba has. <laughs> in Star oh, yeah. Wars. <laughs> um, I don't know something about him. It just reminds me of that. But uh, yeah, it's just weird. Like if you sit down and think and analyze the, the motivations and why is the premise this mm-hmm. and that it, it kind of falls apart, which is too bad because it, it just feels like, especially in the middle of this movie, it needed something to propel it forward. Mm-hmm. And there really wasn't anything there. Yeah. It's just very by the numbers. And unfortunately, there are just a lot of weird plot holes in it, even though it's like a very basic story. So, And it doesn't really make sense for why... Uh, Anthony uh, Ramos's character like joins the Transformers to begin with. Yeah. Because he's like, he's like kidnapped basically by Mirage in the car. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, well, I best, I guess I better help you guys. Yeah. It's like, and then well, he just like my world too. He literally, it's like that cliche line. <laughs> it's like, I'm, like, my I'm world not going to tell the, the, military or the government or anything like, you know, the fate of the world is at hands. I'm not going to let anybody else know about yeah. it. <laughs> And I don't, okay. we shouldn't have trusted the human. I don't understand. I, I understand like the idea of government cover-ups, but like there are so many transformers things happening in this world prior to that 2007 movie. <laughs> like how do people not know about this? 
Also, Scourge is just like, wow, the trans warp key is right there. Better have one of my henchmen go get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he's just delegating He's like 30 feet away. I'm like, dude, just go grab it. And then finally he's like, I fine, I'll just do it myself. I'm like, why didn't you just do that from the beginning? <laughs> There's so many of like those little things that like, do they really matter? No, but when you like pick it apart, it's like, just go do it. it, it <laughs> it's not that hard. It's... <laughs> The right again, it's a movie for. I honestly think they're like we're making this movie for ten year old boys because that's like mm-hmm. when Michael Bay made the first one. He's like, that's what I did. I made the movie for that. Yeah, um, you could say most of his movies are made for ten year old boys. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to see Ambulance. Did we? Did no, you ever see that? I never saw that. We should watch that sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought it was fine. I, I don't think I really have anything else to say about it at this point. Uh, I thought, I thought some of the effects looked better in the movie than they did in the trailer. I would say, yeah. The some of the Autobots I felt like didn't get that much play, like that RC. Yeah, one, RC really cyborg. didn't get much. She's like hardly in it, which yeah. is weird that I mean, they well, brought her in. There's, yeah, there's really, I mean, there's like four core Autobots, and she's like just sidelined out of all of them. I guess Bumblebee is out of commission for most of it, but then he gets a big heroic return at the end. Yeah. Just they didn't actually say maximals maximize. Yeah, disappointed about that. What was it just me or was that one longer take that's in the trailer, not in the movie? I think it was. It was in the movie. I, I just think didn't it was. notice. Okay. Yeah, I think it was just during some of the fighting. Okay. Um, or it, it, maybe it was done. Maybe part of it wasn't there. I don't remember. But um, no, that's the other thing. I feel like the the maximals aren't like they're not they're not in it that much air razor has kind of maybe the most play yeah and then optimus primal has an all right amount but the other two just like don't matter like the cheetah no. one it's like cheetor <laughs> cheetor it's like <laughs> cheetor and rhinox i'm like oh my god cheetor is a terrible name i'm sorry if you like beast wars i'm making fun of your your characters here stupid names <laughs> i don't know it was all right that's where i'm at anything else to say I don't think so. Transformers. Transformers. They made another one. Yeah. It was funny. Okay. Uh, better or worse than Bumblebee? Probably worse. I think I, well, I, I want to rewatch Bumblebee because I feel like I didn't like it as much as other people, but I also remember thinking this is the best one. Didn't Bumblebee so, get like a 90 something percent? Rotten yeah. Tomatoes? Like something ridiculous or like very, at least something very high for Transformers. Bumblebee 2018, a movie wow. that's five years old already. 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, but only liked by 79% of Google users, which seems low. I think it's just, I think I remember that one being slower than a lot of them. I think it, it does focus a lot on the bond between him and the, and the girl. So I think maybe people just were wanting more Transformers fighty fighty action, but yeah. John Cena's in it. That's right. It's <laughs> pretty good in it. I gotta watch Transformers. One is two hours, 24 minutes. Gee whiz. I is feel like all even? of them are like almost three hours long. Aside from Bumblebee. Doesn't look like it's on any streaming services. Transformers one. And yeah, that's too bad. All right, Holden, let's dive into our final segment of the show, which is, of course, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? 
All right, Jimmy, for what are you doing this week? I didn't watch a ton of movies. I think I really only watched a couple outside of Transformers. I watched uh, Tangled. You watched Tangled? Yeah. How did that come up? Did Kale want to watch that? No, no, no. That was that was entirely that was entirely because I played through the world in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I see. <laughs> so I, I was see. like, okay, I have not watched Tangled since it like first came out. I'm gonna go back and watch it, and it was it was good. It's fine. I yeah. like Frozen better. I think I do too. Still, I think I've I I may have cooled off on Frozen since Frozen <laughs> Two came out. I don't know, but I I still think I like Frozen more than Tangled. But Tangled has a lot of fun personality to it. I think like that horse is very good. The I horse like, is the best part. Yeah, that's like <laughs> out of all the Disney animal sidekicks, that's like one of the best. And Zachary Levi is the main guy. Is good. Um, and Rapunzel's great too. I don't know. It's, it's very fun. Has like one or two good songs. I think that's one of the things why Frozen's just better to me. So the songs that's are just why. a lot better. Um, I only yeah, really remember the mother's knows best that's song. The, that's yeah, the only that's one the I remember. One. I like only saw it once six years ago. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a good movie. Not anything super to write home about, but the, yeah, the kingdom hearts world got me hyped up on it. So I was like, I'm going to watch it. Uh, but then I did rewatch Spider-Verse a third time. A third time? How was it the third time? Uh, also just great. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> but I watched it after they fixed the audio issues. I was going to say. Which you claimed there weren't any. I didn't I'm, I didn't say there weren't <laughs> any. I said I didn't notice. <laughs> which I forgot. I was going to bring that up in Tom's. But they yeah, did send I, I was just going to wait for this. But yeah, it does It does sound better. It is. It, it, so... Spider-Punk overall just sounds like you can understand him better. So I think that was an improvement. I think it's and knowing it's there is kind of distracting for the opening like Gwen narration bit because like it sat like at the point where it normally sounded drowned, dr- like it would be drowned out. It, it just it sounds like they just made her voice louder like and it was louder than like the rest of her dialogue. So it just sounded like the volume was raised. I don't know. But overall, glad I could actually understand what was being said. Liked it. Um, but yeah, very, very good the third time. Awesome. I do want to see it a second time. So Emily and I will go someday here. Nice. Um, I have been watching more Barry. I just started season three. So you're farther along than I am right now. But uh, still good. Um, I started the spectacular Spider-Man series, um, which is like the series that everyone says is like the best Spider-Man cartoon. Spectacular. It's spectacular. It's amazing. Ironically. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite spectacular. That's the, that's the one that he, his like that Spider-Man has like one line in Spider-Verse. It's like the one where they're like confronting miles and it's like the weird, like 3d, like CG. It's like, looks completely I, animated. Hold it. I've only seen it once. Okay. okay. I haven't That's seen fair. it three times. It's weird because it's like the only Spider-Man that has a line. You that know the one, one Spider-Man of, in the one place with well, the, the 800,000 Spider-Man? It's the one Spider-Man that isn't like a main character that has a line at that point. So that's it, it's like kind of stands out if you don't know who he is. But it's pretty, it is pretty good. It started out the first episode I was kind of met on, but I, I'm into like how much of a series continuity there is and it is very silly i like the character designs and everything but pretty good story so far i like what they're doing with the the osborns and everything correct me if i'm wrong but is the spot actually a villain from one of the shows i thought i saw it's in the 90s show but i think it is from the comics first okay i did not realize that the spot was not a brand new character no i just kind of figured well, and I saw something that like, did you see that like Avi Arid or whatever, like was credited for, of all things for making the spot the villain. 
No. Which say what you will about that man, but apparently he's like he like is like like recommended to the animation team. Like you guys should do the spot for this movie, and then mm. they and they were they were like spot like why this guy, and then they looked into his the dog, <laughs> the dog <laughs> yeah, kids book <laughs> spot goes to the park. But then when they like the team was like looking more into it, they're like, oh yeah, this would be great for this movie actually. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I'm liking that series so far. It's only two seasons and apparently it just ends on a cliffhanger because they canceled it and people are mad. I think there was supposed to be like a six season arc to it. So that's wow. kind of sucks that they only got like a third of it, but too bad. Yeah. Like it so far. Uh, and then I've just been playing kingdom hearts three. I just finished the big hero six world, which was really cool. I liked that one a lot. And there's also parts of the Caribbean world and Good stuff. I'm liking it. I'll probably finish it this week. I never did see Big Hero. Big Hero 6. Oh, really? I think I've only seen it once. I remember liking it, but... Heard good things. Yeah. Baymax is the best part. Very fun character, but... Yeah, Jimmy, what about you? What are you doing? Sweet. I'm on season four of Barry. Just finished season three yesterday. Promo imaging kind of spoiled how season three ended. Though, yeah, since right. I could not avoid that. I'm like, well, I know how this is going to end. I'm glad I... it Watching it live, I was like... Oh my god! <laughs> the way that yeah. ended, it was so good. Quite watch, an inch, not yeah. knowing that. So if you don't know and you're watching season three, avoid that stuff. So you can even though when you click it. on Barry, it'll spoil it for you. Basically, yeah. It used to not to uh, uh, when it was HBO Max, it would not show it. But now, if you now that they've redone it, it just yeah. shows it when you click on it. It's I annoying. felt like it was anyway. I don't remember. Emily and I watched the first episode of Beef. Mm. Um, we liked it. I'm not. She wouldn't. She's out of town, so. I don't, I don't know if we'll continue watching it. I don't know if we'll lose Netflix soon. We have not we've been lost. Hit. We've lost Netflix. Okay, we have us. not been hit it with it yet. Uh, we did watch the Tetris movie, like I mentioned. Um, interesting story. Um, some, I feel like some unnecessary story cliches. Like he's like, oh, I got to be back for my daughters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Solo in the choir concert or dance or whatever it was. Um, but it was, it was fun enough. I, th- I don't think it's a must see, but if you don't know the story, you're interested in from the trailer. I thought it was fun enough. Like I mentioned when I first watched it, there's a really good hour long video mm-hmm. on YouTube from the gaming historian. That's just, is the story of Tetris. And it's just that, but without all the extra stuff, it's very good. And it is, it is an interesting story. So, yeah. Um, and then lastly, I'm still playing through Assassin's Creed origins. My opinion of it right now is it's fine. Um, but there is not enough Cleopatra storyline in it, which was the reason why <laughs> I wanted to play it. So I don't know if she gets more involved or not. It is like five, takes place like four or five years before a lot of things go down. So we'll see. I, I, I'm just kind of in a wait and see. I haven't had time to play it the last few days because I've been working on YouTube stuff, but uh, I think I'll make a video about it when I finish it. So yes. stay tuned on YouTube for that. Otherwise, Holden, that's all I've got. You could say this episode went by in a flash. It sure did. This well, is a shorter especially episode. Especially compared to was last week's really long. Yeah, it was like hour 55 yeah. or something. I mean, that's been pretty typical this year, 2023. We've had quite a few long episodes because all the shows we've had. No show right now. No show right now. Um, but next week, uh, yeah, we're going to have the flash, which is very, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not super into it, but, uh, we'll see. Um, there's also elemental and extraction Two also come out next week. We'll do one the next week, at least maybe we'll do two next, uh, one of the I next may week. just do a, a separate YouTube video for extraction at the very least. Okay. I mean, I'm down to talk about it on the podcast too. I'll mm-hmm. watch it, but, um, 
yeah, something like that will happen <laughs> at some point. But if you want to leave us a request, you can do so by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes mm-hmm. or email us at tompodcast at gmail.com or donate to our Patreon. Um, and that's it, Jimmy. Sweet. Yeah. Head out to check out the YouTube channel. Lots of stuff going on over there. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, we'll talk to you next week. In the meantime, adios pantalones. Love you.